Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. It's Thursday. It's pre-weekend day. Bill Ryder with you here on the pre-weekend day along with Tom DeSalestino. He's in New York. I'm in L.A. Andrew Bogus will be here. About 30 minutes to give us some headlines. There's a lot going on. Jim Beheim is all mad. Grumpy old men, number four, the Beheim adventure. Being forced out at Syracuse. Good job, Syracuse. We'll get into that story. NBA injuries galore, including to Kevin Durant. Zion's pushback. One of the Ball brothers who hasn't played. It's going to be longer. It's a scourge that we'll talk about. Gary Parrish is the cure of all scourges. We're not sure all scourges, but... If you're, you know, having a bad day, if you got a case of the Mondays on a Thursday, whatever, Gary will lift you up. He is such a nice guy, and he's going to give us a perspective on Selection Sunday that's coming up, on the conference tournaments that are going on, on Chris Beard getting a chance from Ole Miss that seems to not have the internet and or not care about the character of the coaches it hires. Maybe they just don't know. Uh, Brandon Miller latest, John Morant, because Gary's based in Memphis and has a radio show there. Very plugged in, a lot to get to from my colleague at CBS Sports. We've got Buy or Sell. I've also got a marriage question for the guys. Sports meets marriage meets am I an idiot is basically a Buy or Sell question I wrote. Calvin Ridley in the Players' Tribune. Yeah, the same thought. That thing still exists. Um, Wrote a really what looks and reads like a really honest piece about his gambling and owning his mistakes and his return. And we're going to talk about that as well. There's a lot to, to dig into. If you want to call us, 855-2124-CBS, Twitter, Sports Writer, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. I, I don't know if the universe really sends out signals or whether it's just a bunch of coincidences and we, we see what we want to see. I kind of believe the former. The big news today, there's two things that a, that a radio show could open with. What are we going to open with? Because everybody with bated breath, all 11 of you are waiting for the open. Uh, Kevin Durant slipped in warm-ups yesterday in his home opener with Phoenix, and concerns about his status went to a particularly high level this morning when Greg Moore, a buddy of mine at the Arizona Republic, columnist there, reported there's a concern he will miss the rest of the regular season. And the bigger story, at least for me, they're both big, is that there is a report from Diana Rossini at ESPN that the Jets are getting close and feeling optimistic that Aaron Rodgers is going to join the mix, move to New York, don a different kind of green, and try to do his thing at the end of his career out, out with that organization. And here is the takeaway for me on Aaron Rodgers. This is not a Kevin Durant segment, but again, maybe the universe is just sending out a signal. I think people are underestimating significantly, risk might be the wrong word, but the un- 
I think people are un- overestimating significantly the certainty that Aaron Rodgers is going to be successful with the New York Jets. And I think the Kevin Durant injury is a reminder of this. I understand you have to go for it if you're in New York. Ineptitude often requires risk. There's a reason the Kansas City Chiefs aren't interested in Aaron Rodgers. There's a reason the Buffalo Bills, what's up, New, Upper New York? Yeah, I said your window closed. I was on one of, I was on a Rochester with the guys. I know, I know you're all mad at me. It's fine. There's a reason the Bills aren't in on Aaron Rodgers. There's a reason the Bengals are reading these stories with bemusement, maybe a mild level of concern like the rest of us. When you got a plan and you operate it properly, you don't need to take risks. If Aaron Rodgers was a sure thing, I promise you this. If Aaron Rodgers was the guarantee that he was a couple years ago when he won back-to-back MVPs, the Green Bay Packers would not be willing to move on from him. They have Jordan Love as their as their as their quarterback and waiting, by the way, not Patrick Mahomes, okay? This ain't Alex Smith, pretty good, makes way for Patrick Mahomes, who the world doesn't know, but the organization does, is the next great, is the next Joe Montana. There's a reason the Packers reportedly want Aaron Rodgers to move on. He's 39, reason number one. He is, I don't know if he's a knucklehead or he's a diva or he's just annoying, but he clearly is not a guy who makes life easy for an organization and who does everything, bends over backwards in every way to succeed for his team. Remember, all the way back to last year, when he wasn't criticizing the organization and making life difficult with the media and on his buddy's radio show, he just wasn't going to OTAs. If it was voluntary, he didn't volunteer to go and didn't bond with his teammates the way some of those other quarterbacks do. Aaron Rodgers is not a guarantee. Aaron Rodgers is not a guarantee. That's why the Jets have an opportunity to go get him. That's why there's a report out right now that there's conversations that preceded this report about compensation. That's why there's a sense of optimism among the owner of the Jets all the way down through the front office and the coaching staff, not just because they think Aaron Rodgers is going to agree, but because the Packers want him to go away too. Aaron Rodgers is not a free agent. Aaron Rodgers is not chilling in his, you know, super tree fort with his ayahuasca stash and, you know, a darkness retreat infomercial up on his internet, on his laptop, as a free agent. He's doing all those things, maybe, I don't know, as a member of the Green Bay Packers, and the Packers have to sign off on this. Aaron Rodgers is not a guarantee. I understand the risk. And if I were the Jets, in the ineptitude that they have executed, with which they have executed their quarterback reality for years, I'd go for it too. But he's not a guarantee, and neither was Kevin Durant. I, I, I like, even though he annoys me, I like Durant from a distance and up close and personal. He's really talented. He went to the Suns because Kyrie blew that thing up. Okay, got it. Kevin Durant's always hurt. He's always hurt, and I, I feel bad for the guy. And you can call it a freak injury that he slipped yesterday in warm-ups on the floor. If you saw it, it's I, D-Cell sent it to me. Actually, I, I didn't say I grimaced. I mean, it was ugh. But he's always hurt. People tell you who they are. Listen, Kevin Durant's not reliable physically. And Aaron Rodgers has told you who he is the last few years. He's a drama queen, drama king, especially not the same, right? Who isn't as good at the game, at least last year, as he was the years before that. Extra game, 17 games last year. But still, 
This dude didn't just throw the most interceptions in his career since his first year that he started. He had three, two and a half times as many interceptions as he tends to have every single year. And with that extra game, he was still pretty low in his output in terms of touchdowns thrown. But in the past, when he'd be in the 25-26 range, he'd throw two picks or four picks. Remember the years where Packers fans were mad that he wouldn't be daring enough? He wouldn't throw enough touchdowns because he was protecting his precious interception ratio reality? Last year, and look, I get it, 26 touchdowns of 12 picks is pretty good. And if you're the Jets, that guy is walking on water in every NFL game. But Aaron Rodgers ain't the guy that he was a couple years ago. He's almost 40 years old. He's not a guarantee. He's not a guarantee. When a Hall of Famer, when an all-time great, when a superstar, when someone who has been lauded correctly for what they do on the field, and who has been discussed ad nauseum because of what they do off the field, in this case, I think on purpose, it is easy to get caught up in the hype machine. It's 50-50 at best that Aaron Rodgers is going to be really successful with the Jets. Maybe he will. I'd probably still do it. But he's not the guarantee that Kevin Durant felt like, and Kevin Durant's out now, we think, reportedly for the rest of the regular season. Now, some of this, for me, comes down to price. And we don't really know what the price is because what the Packers will demand or not demand is largely going to be predicated on how badly they want him out of the organization. The irony being, I'm always a big believer, and people get things wrong, but the place that always knows the best what someone is, the organization in any sport that evaluates the most thoroughly and accurately a player's talent, leadership, ability, all that stuff, is an organization that has the guy in-house. If the Packers are willing to part with Aaron Rodgers for a reasonable price, there's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. Now, Florio, Mike Florio from from Pro Football Talk was on yesterday, and, and he had a historical reference where he thinks the price won't be that extreme. And if this is it, again, it's not a guarantee. There's no guarantee Aaron Rodgers is going to succeed. This is the price where I'm the Jets, where it feels a lot more comfortable to take a bigger risk than I think most people understand and bring in an Aaron Rodgers. If we're going to do the Brett Favre career arc 15 years later, same owner, same CEO of the Packers, same owner of the Jets. Dust off the Favre trade, and uh, it was a fourth-round pick if he played less than 50% of the snaps in 2008. Third-round pick if he played between 50 and 70%. Second-round pick if he played more than 70 and only a first-round pick if he played like more than 80 and they made it to the Super Bowl. So just, just put the same one out there. Same, you know, They can't expect first-round pick or multiple first-round picks for a guy who may only play one more year, and you're going to be on the hook for $60 million for Aaron Rodgers. So I, I think it should be a very reasonable and, and relatively low amount because the Packers, by all appearances, are ready to move on. When Brian Gutekunst, the GM of the team, was asked last week about quarterbacks, he didn't say – we absolutely positively want Aaron Rodgers and we'll do everything to keep him. He said Jordan Love is absolutely ready to start, which I think tells us all we need to know. The fact that the meeting occurred with the Jets tells us all we need to know about which way this is heading. In a normal situation with a, with a person who, who follows more normal trends, this deal will be basically done. Aaron Rodgers loves attention the way I love watching Barcelona soccer. 
the way D-Cell loves it when I say soccer, and he has to try to figure out what the hell I'm talking about. The way 11 of you love this show. And so I don't, I don't know. Does Aaron Rodgers have it in him to wake up? Those are uh, skeptical air quotes. I wish I wish there was a different like like three fingers skeptical air quotes. Wake up one day and decide after all the attention and hoopla. After I'm sure he enjoys making a billionaire fly across the country to court him that he wants to be a Packer, in part because it screws over whatever the Packers want. You know, poke in the eye that way. Yeah, I think he has it in him. So if that news breaks in the coming days, just know that's where I'm going the next morning. That it was always planned. But for most people, you'd feel like he he's going to be a Jet far enough down the road that it feels like he's going to be a Jet. And we told you that when Derek Carr went to the Saints instead of the Jets, like, okay, maybe there's a level of confidence in New York that they're going to get the quarterback they want. And I'm not saying you don't bring him in. I I understand why you bring him in. I I get it. There is no guarantee it's going to work. This is not a certainty it's going to happen. Aaron Rodgers is almost 40. Tom Brady is an anomaly. And Tom Brady showed us. You can be great. You can win a Super Bowl in Brady's case, in an MVP in Rodgers' case, and be older and redefine the physics of age at that position, the quarterback position in that league, in the National Football League. And we can all be with bated breath in awe of that. And it's amazing. And then one day it's over. And you're sitting on a beach giving your second retirement into a camera with a guy walking behind you. Pretty charming by Brady. There's no guarantee this is going to work. And I think that has to be the primary reminder. Aaron Rodgers, the Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers, the resume. Aaron Rodgers, the two-time MVP. And two-time, I mean, back-to-back a few years ago. Aaron Rodgers, the Super Bowl champion. Aaron Rodgers, the, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, best quarterback in the history of the sport to, at this point. All true. But I'm not sure it's true in 2023. You don't bring guys in because of what they have done in the past. You bring them in for what they can do now. And that Aaron Rodgers, it's hard to see, is not a guarantee. He might be great. He might make it. In a vacuum, that guy's not a guarantee. This ain't a vacuum. This is the AFC. Chiefs are pretty good. Buffalo's pretty good. The Bengals are pretty good. Every year there's a team we look back and we say, who win 10 or 11 or 12 games, and we say, oh, man, we should have seen that coming. The Jaguars, I'm telling you, are going to be pretty good. And that's just the, the scratch in the obvious of how brutal it's going to be for this New York team to compete. Aaron Rodgers makes you better, but it's not a guarantee. He's not a guarantee. He has told you who he is. This guy has not won a Super Bowl in a decade. He's 1-4 in NFC Championship games. He does a lot of talking and a lot of judging. There's a lot of angst out there. And he doesn't deliver in the big games. He doesn't. If this were an NBA player, he'd be, by me and everyone else, criticized constantly for talking all the time and being a diva and not being able to deliver. But because the sample size is smaller... And because the NFL feels so significant every moment that he gets to NFC Championship games, we, and we should give the benefit of the doubt to other guys in other sports, we say, oh, he's so good. Oh, man, lost to Brady. What a, what a, what a game. No, man. Not a guarantee. Not a guarantee. It's a big risk. 
from a guy who keeps almost retiring and holds his own teams hostage and can't win the big games and in those big games has had the ball several times and hasn't done what all-time greats sometimes often do, and that's take their team down the field and just take it on their own merits, claim the game for themselves. I'm not saying he's not going to work, but he's not a guarantee. He's not one of those guys. Don't fall for the resume, okie dokie. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to Durant's injury. I just wanted to remind you, there's no people. T- that's not a freak injury. And if Aaron Rodgers wins, I don't know, 11 games next year at the Jets and then goes out in the second round of the playoffs, it won't be a freak happening. It'll be a pattern. And there's a pattern for Kevin Durant. We're going to get into it. It's a bummer, but it's there. Jim Beheim, um, grumpy guy, kind of angry guy. Was around a little bit when I covered some college basketball. Pleasant's not the word I would use to describe the man. Very successful. Give Syracuse some credit for forcing that grumpy dude out of there. And I want to I want to help Bayham. I believe in retirement gifts, so I'm going to give him a crash course in public relations and how to be snarky effectively. Draymond Green's going to help me. My my, my guy Draymond. Dre and I are, are going to just teach Jim Bayheim. If you want to not be gracious, how to do it properly next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here. Jim Beheim is a grumpy old man. We don't have any grumpy old men at CBS Sports Radio, do we? I was trying to think of any comps we have that I could ask Andrew Bogus or, or Tom DeCelestino, but I don't... Oh, maybe there's one. I'm not going to say Rich Ackerman's name. That's that. I love, I love Ack. Oh, I just did. 
He did. That's the only possibility. But he's not really grumpy with me. Oh, you? No, oh, is it? Am I wrong? I'm not there. Yeah, got it. So, um, I would add that there are some who are not technically old, okay, but are old in spirit. Are you looking at Tom? Just say my name, Bogish. Well, just say, say it. his name. Say his name. I actually wasn't gonna say your name until you became a grouchy old man. But thank you for adding yourself to the equation. Uh, I I don't like Jim Beheim. It was Tom for, all along. It was Tom all along. All along. I, I've always found I don't like. This is just what I do for a living. It doesn't mean he's a bad guy. I don't like coaches who pick on media members, and I really don't like coaches. If you go, and you've done this, Andrew, if you go to a, a post-game press conference, especially like college hoops or the NBA, something that has a lot of games, and there's a there's a pecking order of, of, of reporters, and there's a comfort zone that some people have and some don't, you'll, you'll see certain reporters, especially in college because there's young people doing it, certain reporters who are nervous or uncomfortable or they don't ask the, the same level of question or their voice shakes, whatever – and I've just I've seen Jim Beheim pick on those people, I, and I don't go to that many Syracuse. It's not like I'm at every Syracuse game. Not a not a huge fan. And guys that'll do that will do it to their own university when the university correctly in this case makes the decision. Congratulations! What a career! You've had a disappointing season. You have been the same for a while. What are they? Seventeen and fifteen. You're eliminated. You're not going to make the tournament, and now you're retired. Way to go! He's not going to go graciously. So I, I want to play Jim Beheim's. I guess, retirement announcement. And then I want to just help Jim because grumpy people need hugs too and how you're supposed to do public speaking under duress. All right, so here's Jim Beheim, the soon-to-be-no-longer-head-coach at Syracuse, talking to a media member and sort of throwing his university under the bus at the same time. I think you missed it. <clears throat> I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday and I gave it in the press conference afterwards and nobody except William Payne figured it out. So, are you saying right now that you're going to retire? This is up to the university. You want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, Okay, so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, but you're not saying... I just said it. I don't know. So you don't know? Okay. I said this is up to the university. And you're not sure whether you're... How will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. Okay. 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 Okay, Jim. Either of you like Jim Beheim? Either of you guys like Jim's boy? Because I know you're super close with Coach K. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had <laughs> we've had more than one conversation about Jimmy B. Um, I mean, I don't. I have the same issues that you have, and I don't think that they've been. They clearly have not been the same program since leaving the Big East. Um, yeah. And I think it was time for a change. I do, and I but I don't know how to feel because it seems like. They didn't treat him nicely after 47 years on the way out the door. But how much nice treatment did he deserve if he's been a grouchy old man with them for the last 10-plus years? It's like Bill Murray said, and I'm sure he quoted somebody else from Scrooged, that that Christmas classic. Mm-hmm. The great thing true story. about— Yeah, true story. It's a true story. Great. Scrooge is a true story. Well, two of the ghosts are real. The third one, we're still trying. Um, <laughs> thank you. The great thing about being on top, he said, is you get to treat people badly on the way up and the way down. And this is what that feels like. Because you're right. If he was treating people poorly on camera for asking innocuous questions for 47 years, I'm sure he was throwing his weight around in that, in that with that administration and that athletic department. And now he's not valuable. And there's probably some glee in getting rid of him. But there's a way, to I think, to be – you can go after people and be snarky 
and have a microphone and be petty and have it be really awesome. So I want, you know, Jim Beheim is in theory or has in theory for a long time been a leader of men, right? But even old guys have things they can learn. Dogs and new tricks and all that. Old dogs, new tricks. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, Draymond Green on his podcast finally clapped back at, at Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. Dylan Brooks and the Memphis Grizzlies tend to be pretty openly disdainful, is that the right word, of the Warriors. Obviously, the Warriors have won a whole bunch of championships, and, and Memphis has won exactly nothing. The rivalry is interesting. They play each other tonight. But it's it's pretty interesting given just the the chutzpah, the, 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 the willingness, the, the, the edge, the guts of a, of a young team in Memphis to talk smack about the Warriors before they beat the Warriors. And it's led to some bad blood. And here is Draymond Green... And Jim Beheim, if you're listening, wherever you are, if you're trying to figure out what to do with retirement, this is if you're going to keep talking to microphones, here's how you do it. If you ever wondered why the Memphis Grizzlies is not ready to compete for a championship, look no further than this idiot right here. They're actually depending on this guy to help them win a championship. And he says his game is cool. Quite frankly, that just shows how little you know about basketball. And yet, y'all, you running around talking about a dynasty? The dynasty starts after you, not with you. When you contribute in the way that I contrib- I have contributed to four championships, they tend to like you. So next time you speak up on me, you should do some fact-checking. Next time you speak up on me, you should do some soul-searching. Next time you speak up on me, I hope you're in a better situation than you're in now where the guys you play with actually enjoy playing with you because they actually think you're contributing to winning. Because it ain't happening right now, champ. Ah, you're not a champ. I don't even, I'm kind of over Draymond, but I did like, I did like, oh, Tom loves it. I never see Tom smile. I love the ending, champ. Ah, you're not a champ. That is, yeah, you're. That's a close. Here's the question. Right, Draymond's right. Draymond's right. Jim Beheim's an all-time great coach. We'd agree, right? He, it ended poorly. It tends to, he's not the only one. Guys who accumulate power, especially, I would argue, in college sports, especially college basketball, little fiefdoms, stay too long. But his his sort of reputation is, is, is certain. Is Draymond Green, I thought about this last night before I heard this clip, is he a sure thing Hall of Famer? I used to think that he was. I, I'm kind of on the fence now. Steph has become so much, what Steph did last year is so heightened in my mind his impact and convinced me so thoroughly that like Jordan, Stephen Curry's presence alone is a overwhelming percentage of success that it, in some ways for me has made me question Draymond Green's... I mean, he's a great player, and he's a better player than Dylan Brooks. Don't get me wrong. But is Draymond really an automatic Hall of Famer? Is Clay Thompson? I mean, okay. Yes, uh, maybe. So I think Clay Thompson, at you know before he got hurt was a top four or five shooter of all time. I, I think he was one of the greatest of all time at something that's really significant in, in the NBA. So for me, Clay Thompson's a Hall of Famer. Yes. But it's a fair question. I think it's all fair now, given how... Wow. I'm surprised we're even questioning it. On Clay or Andre? Andre? Both, really. Clay and Dre? So, I think he's going to get in... But is that the question you're asking? No, it's not. I think he's going to get in, too. And as you know, 
people get in all the time who should not. Right, and it's also the Basketball Hall of Fame, not the NBA Hall of Fame. So you're right. throwing other things in there as well for other people, maybe not necessarily for Draymond. For these guys, yeah. Um, I mean, it's uh, the, the, the problem, quote-unquote, with him is that his role is nuanced. It's not stats. Well, you have to believe and see that they would not have been the Warriors without his presence, passing, defense, whatever. And then, you know, they're a dynasty. So how do you not put the third or second best player of a dynasty in the Hall of Fame? I'm trying to think what the – because Pippen was extraordinarily talented. Yes. And I read a really, I thought, smart thing from my guy Sam Quinn, who who covers the NBA at CBS, who made the point that some of being the best – somebody was arguing whether Giannis could be the best player of all time. And I thought Sam made a really great point on Twitter that – you have to have luck to be the GOAT because Jordan was probably, you know, obviously Michael Jordan's one of the best of all time, but they drafted Pippen, and so he had this run where Jordan had a chance to win championship after championship, and Sam made, I thought, the great and insightful point that Giannis has great players around him, but they're not that level, and they're older. They're in their 30s, and the, the run's not going to last as long. So is Clay, are Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, are they Pippen-esque? Or are they a little bit lesser and they've been elevated because they got to play with Steph? It's always the tough... Because Pippen, I think, is a Hall of Famer without Jordan. He's just probably a poor man's Barkley in the sense he doesn't win anything, but he's a great player, I think. Yeah, see, I actually, before now, probably would have had a bigger debate about Klay Thompson being in the Hall of Fame than Draymond Green. Really? And, I, and like I've, I, I have to admit that I was slow, I think, on the historical significance of Clay's shooting. Like, he's not just a spot-up shooter. He can play defense. Like So, like, I, I yep. think I, part me, that was me being slow to how good actually Klay Thompson is. I get Draymond Green's presence. I get his significance. And I do think that they're different. Drastically different? That I don't know. But I, they're not the same team if somebody else plays that position for them. Do you know what I find really interesting about this conversation that we I didn't intend to have, but I love it? I think one of the unforeseen consequences of bringing Kevin Durant to that team for the years he was there is that this is a this is a legitimate question. Agreed. If Kevin Durant doesn't go, they still win. I think they win at least what they get two with Durant. I think they win at least two, maybe more because they have so much more depth on that team and Durant got hurt, right, in that final finals before he left. But they win a bunch more rings. At, when when Clay and Dre were were healthy and younger and pre Clay Thompson's significant injury, and I, I I I think they have a different place in the game. Yeah, because it, I mean it does without Durant, it did feel like it was the elite Steph Curry and a bunch of very good players. Like in the moment, I don't think yeah. in the moment I was thinking of Clay Thompson or Draymond being Hall of Famers. You were with Curry. But after the fact, I think now they've kind of aged somewhat well in seeing what has happened as they've gotten older, as they've been off the floor, yep. all that kind of stuff. I, I, where do you come down on this time? You're, you're like team, hall, you're Hall of Fame all the way. I'm honestly surprised we're, we're, we're questioning either one. For me, with, with the Draymond uh, debate, for me, the last decade, he's been the best defensive player in the NBA, and that doesn't automatically mean he gets in. But he's also won four championships. I know he's only got the one defensive player of the year to prove it. For me, they're both. And I think Clay Thompson, I know he missed two full seasons because of injury, 
He's the second best shooter of this generation and maybe top five all time. Plus, they won, obviously. Like, for me, they're both a slam dunk. It, I think part of the reason I, I, I'm just I'm not sure, and we'll hit Kevin Durant slipping and being injured about, about 10 or 15 minutes, but he, he's hurt again. How do you separate guys who win a bunch of championships who helped but were not the, the key driver? I, I don't think any of us believe, if you take Steph Curry off that team, that they, they win anything. And I think you could take Steph Curry off those Warriors teams and you could put in Russell Westbrook. You could put in, I think you could put in James Harden. I think there's a lot of guys you could put on that team and they don't win. Maybe they make some conference finals. So it's just, it's hard for me to assess. I don't think both those guys are Hall of Famers if they get drafted by the Pistons. But even that's, a, just, weird, but then that's a weird thing because, like, I don't. It, it goes it takes us back to what you said about Jordan, which made me think of the argument about players moving around looking for new teams. Like, Jordan didn't have to ever fully force his way out of Chicago because he always had Pippen and Horace Grant. Or, I mean, yep. he got Pippen and Horace Grant. They were not there from day one. Other players didn't have GMs or teams that made smart decisions, got lucky on guys, and that's why they had to go some other some other place. It's the same thing with Magic and Bird. I mean, you, we can say they— I think more Magic and Bird— like, well, they would have never left, but they didn't have to leave because they had Kareem and Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale. They didn't have to go anywhere else. And can I add to that? It's a great point. It's going to sound like it's an anti-Jordan point in the LeBron de- debate. It's not. It's just a different era. There weren't super teams. So you didn't even you didn't have to face the same— There wasn't same... free agency also, too. Like, right. They, they right. Couldn't there, you go. couldn't do it. Yeah. Right. You were, like, the, 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 the question Damian Lillard faces and is answering differently than all of his, all of his colleagues around the NBA— Jordan didn't face. I mean, think that's such a good point. Think about Magic Johnson, who's amazing, and for me, a top five player of all time, being drafted onto the team that had Kareem. Kareem. From day one, he had Kareem. Kareem is number three of all time. You could put him higher. And when when Magic came into the game, right, when Magic came into the game, and during Magic's entire run, in retrospect, Kareem was the best player of all time. Right. I mean, that, that's a pretty... And as you noted, that's not the only guy that he played with. And LeBron had Booby Gibson. He did. And there were fewer NBA teams, and so there was, you know, like, I get you can make the argument kind, but not as much with Jordan. Jordan got lucky enough to get Pippen, I think. It's hard to know. Jordan was so amazing, maybe he made Pippen. I don't know, honestly. I'm not sure. I mean, there has to be a Jordan bump, but Pippen still, and I don't know that Pippen was a top 50 NBA player when he was put on the team, but, I mean, he's he's an all-time player. I mean, how many guys are going to make Hall of Fames because of Patrick Mahomes? It's different. The NFL is different. It's more, I think it's more exclusive, but it's it's possible. Now, you, you said, Bill, you know, he wouldn't be winning championships if, if Draymond was on, you know, just say the Detroit Pistons. To your point, is there some middle ground between what you said there and how this all got started with Draymond and Dylan Brooks when Dylan Brooks said, quote, if you put him anywhere else, you're not going to know who Draymond is. See, that's quote. not true, but if you put Dylan Brooks half the other teams, right. a lot of people don't even know who Dylan Brooks is now. Right. We know who Dylan Brooks is because of John Morant. If we're gonna, and that's not a knock on Dylan Brooks. It's reality. If Dylan Brooks, he'd be a nondescript. You might even go most underrated players in the NBA. Right. Like, Bill, you might have written about him. Like, people would, Once. Who, would know Dylan Brooks no if he was it. doing that. Like, like, we know SGN Oklahoma City. 
Like, they're not a great team, but he's good yep. enough that he forces to pay attention. Now, I, I don't know if Dylan Brooks is that good, but the fact that Dylan Brooks gets to talk right now is because he plays with John Morant. Yeah, and by the way, you're right, because Ja is, you know, all the stuff notwithstanding, previous to that, super talented, so Memphis is good. Ja's also electric, so people tune in to watch Ja push back against gravity, and then there's a rant, like, oh, that guy's a pretty good player. Who's that? Oh, that's the guy who talks too much. Mr. Draymond Green. <laughs> that's another reason we know who he is. Yeah. I... The, and circling back to the Jim Beheim thing, just to put a, a cherry on top, I know that we have a lot of Syracuse people that are in that building. Syracuse has the second-best journalism school in America. I mean, that's a great J school. After Fordham? Oh, after Missouri. Northwest, Northwestern, oh, Northwestern number three. Oh, oh, I forgot about Northwestern number three. I forgot about Fordham. Fordham. Yeah. Um, and I forgot to say it. Uh, so, so Syracuse has a, the third-best J school. Thank you. So a lot of Syracuse people. I haven't listened today. I'm sure there's a lot. Of, I'd be curious what the sort of take from Syracuse folks is on Bayheim. You can be a jerk and you can be successful. You, you can be both. But he's not a likable guy. And the, the thing about not being likable is that when this comes – they're not going to easy out gracefully, and they might not give you as many years to be mediocre. He hasn't – it's not like the program's in good – it's not in good shape. He was amazing, and I don't know – and I don't follow Syracuse basketball as closely as other folks. Did he just – did the game pass him by? Do you think this is the old NIL, I'm not going to adjust, I'm yes. Jim Beheim? I, I think he actually go. he chose to let the game pass him by. Like yeah. He was very outspoken against the way the game was going. He chose not to necessarily adjust. Yeah, I mean, ego, man, it gets, it gets in the way. All right, we have a bunch of NBA injuries, including Kevin Durant slipping and falling, some news on Zion. It's not an injury, but more on Ja, how long he may be out. We'll get into all of that here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. What's up? I don't know why I almost started singing. Shouldn't be doing that, even though I'm in a pretty good mood today. What's up? Tom, how are you, buddy? We didn't get to you know get into your life, your day, the nitty gritty. We have a long segment here. 
Tell me everything about you in five seconds. You good? Uh, I'm doing great. It's almost the weekend. There. Done. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, all right. Here's some. I'm going to write about this for, for uh, CBSSports.com. It's going to be pretty insightful stuff. The injuries matter. So check that out when it drops today or tomorrow. <laughs> I'm serious. What? I'm breaking the news. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm even going to use this in the story. I'm going to I'm going to change the you know the expression people make plans and God laughs. Okay, here we go. Every time I do this someone gets mad at me. Be like, "You don't believe in God." I'm like, "Oh my gosh. This expression, man." And yes, I happen to. All right, here we go. NBA organizations make plans and God laughs. Yeah, but it's true. I in the past, if LeBron stayed healthy on one side of the equation, you knew who was going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals and certainly the NBA Finals from the East. And over most of that stretch, you knew that if Steph Curry was healthy, and he was for a long time, the Warriors were going to make the Finals. I do love how wide open the NBA is. It's really cool and really fun, but it is remarkable how much luck is involved in this. And I, I ran this by a bunch of GMs. Again, shocking breaking news to really get into stuff here with these guys. But one GM was, like, annoyed. You know, it's ego, right? Like, I like to think that there's a talent, skill involved. Yeah, but not in whether Kevin Durant's going to slip on the floor and injure his ankle, which happened yesterday in their home debut, and potentially, right, potentially be out the season. That's according to Greg Moore. Not as it relates to, and I don't really buy into what the Lakers were going to do, but the Lakers really believe at the start of the year they could be really good, and Anthony Davis missed some, some significant time. And when they made those trades, a lot of people thought at the trade deadline, post-Westbrook with some other guys that came in, that they were good enough to make a push, and if they made a push, they could get hot in the playoffs. They have LeBron. And even me, sort of seeing a very small sample size, thought, maybe, and LeBron got injured. John Moran is missing time because of the myriad of allegations involving, again, they're allegations of of violent behavior and or using a gun to threaten people. There's different things that are going on, including this Colorado investigation where he, as you saw on his Instagram Live, flashed what certainly looks like a gun. Now, there aren't going to be charges in that situation because there's not enough evidence the police say to, to move forward. That doesn't mean the NBA and the Grizzlies won't keep him away from the team. He is still indefinitely away from the team. It ain't an injury, but again, teams make plans. God laughs. It's it's. This is not what you're planning. Uh, David Griffin's a guy that is the GM of the of the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Put together a really good team. I thought he had not done a great job. He made great moves last year at the deadline, even with Zion always hurt. C.J. McCollum came in. They made a nice run. They didn't do much in the postseason, but they got there, right? Then, this year, this team was one of the best teams in the NBA. This year, in January, they were up there tied with the, with the Nuggets for the best record in the NBA. And they the wheels came off, and... Zion hasn't really played, and, and again, the latest update, they're going to reevaluate him again in a couple weeks, which is to say, who knows when this guy is ever going to play at any consistent level ever again, or ever, since it hasn't really happened. Across the NBA, the luck and the reality of injuries are significant. I don't know how you characterize the Clippers' lackluster, underwhelming reality, Because it's a combination of these guys having been hurt and also just choosing not to play from an extraordinarily extreme view of load management. But up and down, the Denver Nuggets are a team, and to be fair, Nikola Jokic, who's going to win his third straight MVP, has been amazing. But he hasn't had Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. healthy for many of the postseason runs. We think, I just knocked on wood right here on this desk, we think that they will be. And if that happens, maybe they can make a, a significant, significant push. Maybe. The Golden State Warriors should be a team we're talking about right now as absolute rock-solid contenders. 
Steph Curry's missed a bunch of time. It's been a really significant part of what they've done wrong and haven't been able to be successful on. I mean, you just go down. Who am I missing, Tom? I can't even keep track of all the guys that are injured. Luka Doncic has a thigh oh. injury right now. I forgot. Left yesterday's game early. Sports talk radio hosts make plans, and God laughs at their memory. Yeah, the Dodgers thing is real. You're right. I mean, Dodgers, I'm... This is probably dumb or, or, or misinformed. Or I'm probably holding on to a narrative I want to be true. But I, I'm so out on Dallas now because of Kyrie. I just, like, that's my analysis. I could go into more depth, but I won't. But right, Dodgers with this injury is really disconcerting. And we don't know the extent of it. But he did say to a reporter afterwards, like, how is it? And he said, not good. Normally guys will say, we'll see, or I don't, you know, or won't say anything. Not good. Not always, but but guys tend to know their bodies, right? We'll see what, what the MRI says today. We'll see what, what doctors say. So you're talking about Dallas, and you're talking about the Clippers, and you're talking about the Warriors, and you're talking about not injuries, but, but a significantly bizarre situation, an unfortunate one, with the Memphis Grizzlies. And you just you go down the Lakers, you go down the list, because there's so much parity in the NBA, and because everyone's trying to f- figure out load management how to do it, you are going to see the league start to be shaped by luck as much as other things. LeBron and Steph are no longer in their physical primes, which means they're going to get hurt more often, which means things are wide open, which means other teams have an opening, but only if they can stay healthy. Part of the reason the Celtics made that run last year to the finals is because they were healthy. And some people roll their eyes. Some people tell you part of the reason they didn't win is because Tatum was hurt in the finals. The Warriors got healthy, and they were able to do it. A lot going on. Durant's injury can change the game. The Suns are really good without him. They're not good enough. They're not good enough. Luka Doncic, same deal. You're not winning with just Kyrie. All right, uh, Gary Parrish does a great podcast, longtime radio host in Memphis, is the CBS College basketball guru for CBS Sports. We're going to talk some college hoops, some John Morant, some other things next here with Gary on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.